Hi, thank you for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I am your host, Kyra Carlin, and I am so freaking thankful that you decided to listen to this podcast. I am a passionate entrepreneur who is obsessed with helping others show up unapologetically. Here's the thing. I spent my entire life showing up how I thought I was supposed to because then I was going to be happy. It was once I realized that when I would show up as myself unapologetically that I was going to start finding my passion and my purpose, which was helping others do the same. I take my job very seriously with helping you through my life tips, my life tricks that I have had, and some stories and rants that you're going to hear along the way. I just want to thank you for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast because this is what's changed my life. Hello friends, welcome back to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I'm your host Kyra Carlin. I am super excited. This is actually our last podcast of 2020. Can you even? I I know 2020 has gotten a wrap. It has gotten all the things, all the words thrown at it. But if there is anything that I have recognized of 2020, is that it has been a teachable year. So I thought for you guys, what I thought I would love to do in case you have not done this already, maybe a little bit of a guided practice to help you visualize the kind of year that you want to walk into. Because if you think that somehow, some way, when the clock strikes midnight on Friday, that you are, or I guess Thursday, when it's Friday morning and you think that it is going to be a new year, new you, all of the above is going to be different. I want you to not be disappointed and I want you to come in with full intention. So I don't know about you, but there are a lot of years of my life before doing personal development, before doing personal growth that I just almost forget what was even happening. And you you lived your life. It's not like you blacked out for it. But what happens is when you do not set intentions, you do not set goals, you do not basically set like mile markers along the way, you forget to check in. You forget to check in with yourself. And I don't know about you, but during this year of like 2020, There have definitely been seasons throughout this past nine months where it was just like some of the months were just kind of grouped together because I was just going with the flow. I wasn't setting goals. I wasn't setting intentions. And this past quarter, I have done 75 hard and I can tell you very, very positively that I remember so many of my days because I was very intentional with my day every single day. So what I would like to do is help you maybe visualize the kind of person that you want to be in 2021 and how I want you to not like discount yourself or discredit your ability to change how much you can grow, how much you can achieve in one year's time. If you would just set up those mile markers, have those benchmarks that you can look forward to and go to and like be able to look out on the horizon for the goals that you want to achieve. So before, I don't know about you, but like a lot of times people are setting their words for the year. I do like doing this. It does help me almost like a mile marker myself because I will have the word and I have it typically up in my office and I will see it throughout the year and be like, oh, kind of like a gut check of like the reminder of like, hey, are you being intentional like you're wanting to be? So instead of what I feel like just setting one word and then hoping that things change, it's almost like setting your word of intention that you would like to accomplish, that you would like to look forward to, that you would like to see throughout the next year and be able to ask yourself, am I being this? It's almost like your affirmations that you do for the day to help you as a reminder of what you need to be doing to be the best version of you. 
So before you just jump in and decide what word you're going to do and just randomly pick it and hope that it works, why not decide the kind of person that you want to be so that you can align how you're showing up and how you're acting with the kind of person that you want to be walking into this next year. So what I did with my girls on my team is that the first thing that we did was kind of talk about the dreams that you have and like writing them down, writing down the things that bring you joy first. And you can do an entire list, things that you don't have to convince yourself to do, things you don't have to convince yourself to try or to show up as. Like almost when you think of these things, it brings you it brings you joy thinking of being able to do them. Now, this is going to be full on discredit. You don't get to put things down like laying on the couch or watching Netflix. Like while that's like, oh, that sounds so refreshing. You have to ask yourself genuinely when you're done doing that thing that you're writing down for joy, do you feel better or do you feel remorseful? Do you feel regret? So for me, I'm thinking of like, oh, rest is something I definitely need to be more intentionally resting versus secondary resting. So like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go lay down versus like, I'm going to set 20 minutes of my time, set it aside so that I can rest. You will feel so much better because you were intentional with it versus just letting it happen. So writing down a joyful list. And these are things that you can look to throughout the year that are going to help bring you joy that when you're having those moments, when it's hard, when you don't feel like doing it, be like, okay, what can I do to bring me joy? So I had my girls make an entire list of things that are basically joy bringers. And then I had them write down things that for them they would like to accomplish. And this is like the highest version of you. Like if the best version of you without any limitations, there is no time, there's no money issue. If you could look at who you were, you wake up tomorrow and this is the best version of you, how would that be? And the thing that I said is that I do not want you holding yourself back because the first thing you're going to say, I'm going to use an example that I that it's very easy to like recognize with or relate to is that you want to own a business. You Let's say you want to own a brick and mortar store and you want to have it be a bakery. You're going to say, like, I want to be a business owner. Or I want to have my own bakery. And the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to look for facts as to why you should not or could not be doing that. Oh, right now is a bad time for COVID. Right now is not a good time because I don't have my finances in order. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do it. Like you can find all the reasons not to do something or you can go ahead and decide your intentions, decide what you want, and then look for reasons why you should do them. So if it is if it's a baking business and you have so much joy baking, maybe it's not that you're opening a brick and mortar store tomorrow, but if your goal is to open a brick and mortar store, then it's like, okay, what can I do to reverse engineer these things that I'm wanting to make happen? Because sitting and thinking and talking about it is doing nothing, but putting in action is the thing that's going to make it possible. So if you have this goal that you're looking to achieve, and I really feel like you need to have goals in all areas of your life. It should not just be business. It should not just be relational. It should not just be financial. I don't want your biggest goal to be debt-free because there is a very, very hard fact that if you don't set goals in all intentions of your life, you will be able to achieve that big, huge goal that you're wanting to achieve. But in the meantime, you're also getting all of these other things, all these other accounts that you have, they're going into the red because you're putting all your debits into one account. I hope that makes sense. So here's what I don't want you to do. Like, okay, I want to be debt-free, which totally possible, totally doable, 
but at the expense of what? If you don't have the intention of, okay, I'm going to have a date night with my spouse every single week, if that wasn't your intention, you totally could work towards your debt-free goal faster, but at the expense of your marriage not having any time spent on it. So when you're making this joy list and you're making out these dreams and these goals of the highest version of you and you're looking at them, don't forget to look at all areas of your life. What do you want your personal life to look like? What do you want your financial situation to look like? What kind of career do you want to have? What kind of house do you want to live in? And before before you're like, well, I have to, you make the excuse, I have to live in my house because I have this much time left and blah, blah, Quit letting the negative things lead your desires. Quit letting them lead your goals. I'm not asking you the commitments that you have. I'm not asking you how hard you're having to work. I'm not asking you all of your limitations. I'm asking you, if you are the best version of you, what does that look like? Because at the end of the day, if you don't have a big, huge goal looking out on the horizon, you won't even be able to make those benchmarks. Whereas if you are setting goals that you feel like are quote big goals, but they're really just the mile markers, you are less likely to actually show up and work towards them. So for me, I have to pick things that make me excited, make me want to do things. I have a dream of building a cabin. Like I want to, I already know exactly what it looks like. I can visualize it right here in my mind. I know that I have vertical siding that is black and I have cedar shutters and I have cedar plant boxes and I have a big cedar front door with big, huge windows above and on each side of it. I know exactly what it looks like. I know the kind of box wreath that I'm going to put on my front door. I know the kind of steel gray slate um roofing that I'm going to put on there. Like all, I can see it visually, but for you, if that's not your goal and I put like this big cabin in front of you, you're not going to show up for on those hard days because it's not important to you. Whereas for me, when that is a big, huge dream of mine to be able to build my own cabin, build my own house, have, be able to pick out that tiled backsplash, being able to pick out the rose quartz that I have for my countertop, seeing that visually, I know that during those hard days and I have that in front of me, I'm going to be like, okay, but is this going to be the thing that is going to get you this? So when you're writing out these visualizations that you have for yourself for the next however many years, you look at that and it it gives you the ability to have that long-term goal. So then from there, you break it down even farther. And you write the affirmations of the kind of person that you need to become in order to achieve these goals. So a really good example, like we're going to continue with the debt situation. If you write down, I am debt free, then you are going to have to break it down even farther. What are the action steps you're going to have to take in order to be debt free? So write down the affirmations of I am something, I am becoming, I do this. Those are all of your affirmations of the kind of person that you would have to become in order to be debt free. And if you go one step further from that, what are the action steps that you have to take from you personally so that you can be the person that achieves these kinds of goals for your long-term goals. I hope that makes sense because I know sometimes, so for me, I was not a visual person before. I was not a goal setter. I was not somebody who even dreamed big goals. 
I have said this a million times. I was told like growing up, you live, die, and pay taxes. And that's just what I thought you were supposed to do. Like I thought you were just supposed to get by. And seeing this, just the ability to dream, the ability to wish and want and believe that I deserve more, it just makes me so excited because I'm like, if I am able to do this, even visualize it, then that means it's possible. Because if it's if I can visualize it, it means it's been done before. And if not them, like if not me, then who, right? If someone else can have a huge white kitchen with white and rose quartz countertop with rose gold faucet in the middle of the island. Like if I can visualize that, that means it's been built before. That means somebody else has done it. So if someone else can, why not me? But the old version of me was just like, well, this is what I have and this is what I have to deal with and I should just be happy with where I'm at. While I'm not saying that you shouldn't be happy where you are. I'm saying you should always have the want and the need to grow into more. So when I look at my affirmations that I have of the kind of person that would achieve the big, huge goals that I want to achieve, what can I do today to make that happen? So for me today, I no longer use my credit cards. That would be an exact reflection. And because I do not use my credit cards, credit cards, I am debt free. And because I am debt free, I am able to make large donations to charities of my choice. That is the big picture. And sometimes you have to be in that really big picture first to believe that you can break it down to make it tangible. Whereas the first one is that I no longer use my credit cards. Well, if you just tell me not to use my credit cards anymore and I don't know why, I don't know the bigger picture, I don't know the exact reason what it's going to get me by not doing it. If I can't envision the compound effect then I'm not going to do it. Does that make sense? Because that's the thing that happens to most of us. On a weight loss journey, I no longer drink soda. Okay, well, let's just say I, that's it. Well, I don't see the outcome of that. Well, because I no longer drink soda, then I have lost 20 pounds. Okay, well, cool, I lost 20 pounds. Well, because I lost 20 pounds, then I also have more energy and I'm able to run around with my kids. And if you can see the big picture, that little bitty minute thing that you do in the very beginning, you don't recognize it at first, but over time, you are able to become the version of you that can achieve these really big goals. And so when you look at this and you're trying to figure out your word for the year, work your way backwards, make the joy list, and then make a list of your big, huge dreams. So I have a, I wrote down, I have a white kitchen with wooden bar stools and rose gold quartz countertops with a rose gold sink. I wrote it down because that's the thing that I want to visualize. And then from there, I put it into the other one. I am financially stable to build a home. And then from that before, I do not spend money on things I don't need. And you see the compound effect that it is creating by just doing little small things. Every single day, I'm able to save money, which is able to be able to be able to build my own home. Those things, that's what makes it so amazing. And when you're looking for your word, and when you do this practice and you look at your daily tasks, what kind of person do you need to be to create these tasks? What do, if this is who I am and I'm doing it every single day, what word would I describe? And for me, I am doing the word courageous because it's going to take a lot of courage to basically stand up to myself. This year is going to be me putting up my blinders of not giving in to the 
the different exceptions that I give myself. Oh, I can do this credit card because I can spend this money because I'm justifying and it's going to take a lot of courage and a lot of discipline for me to decide to be this best version of me right now, not when it's easier, when it's more convenient. So I hope this practice is super helpful for you guys. It definitely helped me visualize the kind of person that I want to be coming into this new year instead of just letting myself keep showing up, keep doing the things that I know, quote, work and just hoping that next year is different. If I can reverse engineer and figure out what the compound moves that I need to make over the over time in order to make myself be better, that is going to be the thing that is going to be more monumental than just writing these big, huge, scary goals and just hoping that they happen. That's not going to get you there but if you can break it down into smaller minute tasks having those little mile markers those big huge horizon goals that you have are going to be a lot more attainable so I hope this is helpful for you guys if it is please share this on your Instagram stories please tag me I love being able to talk you guys out I love seeing that you guys are seeing having this be helpful for you and I just appreciate you guys so so much have the best new year Thank you guys so much for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I would appreciate it if you could subscribe and maybe give me a rating for what you love about this podcast. I appreciate all the reviews and your love and support means more to me than you will ever know. 